Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe. It has been a hard week for the city of Boston and indeed a very long night. Um, Kevin, it's a very quickly changing story. Um, the, the images I'm seeing from suburban Boston of FBI agents uh, huddled behind a mattress with their guns pointed skyward. What can you tell us of what is happening in, in this suburb of Waterton? Well, um, I just got off the phone with a friend of mine that grew up with. He's a state police officer. He's there. He told me they have one suspect dead. He said they believe he's Chechen, which came out of left field. Um, there's an MIT police officer dead. There's a transit police officer seriously wounded. It's a dead suspect. And right now they are hunting, including the kid I grew up with. They are hunting um, for a second suspect, also believed to be a Chechen. Um... And um, it's pretty crazy. The governor has shut down the transit system. People have been told to stay indoors um, in that immediate area. Uh, the search is concentrated in, in a neighborhood called Watertown. Um, and that's borders Cambridge, which is obviously home to Harvard and MIT and great schools of learning. Um, but these are... These are the, the the beginning of the western suburbs, Jonathan, Waltham, Newton, Belmont, and even the Alston-Brighton area, um, which has a sizable Russian community. Um, but obviously the, the, the idea that at least one, if not both of these guys, are the suspects are believed to be Chechen, I don't think anybody saw that coming. <laughs> I know uh, it, I didn't. Yeah, it, it is a remarkably fast-moving story, and I, I want to just go back a little bit, if we can, because yesterday evening we had these photographs published of the two people of interest, I suppose, as the FBI might have called them, the suspects in this case, right. and and that obviously led to um, um, a, a level of interest in, in the general population in Boston. When did this start to transpire, that these two individuals came into sharp focus for the police? Well, I mean, I think you know, they had very, as soon as they put the, the um, photos out, they were clearly identifiable. Anybody who knew these people, uh, even even an acquaintance would have recognized them. So I'm pretty sure they were onto them pretty quickly. Um, the best timeline we have at this point is um, around 10.30 last night, there was a, there was a confrontation um, and, and it would have been in Cambridge. Um, where the, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology is is located, and um, an MIT officer was shot and killed about ten thirty our time would have been what three thirty your time mm. um, three thirty a.m. and uh, not long after that, a, a transit police officer was shot, um, and there were from all indications quite a firefight in that situation. There was talk of explosives uh, as well, which yeah, would make situ the situation very difficult for the police officers involved. Yeah, I think there were, it, it sounds like, I don't have any confirmation, but from the, from the physical descriptions of what um, witnesses were telling, it sounded like they had grenades um, because there was quite a distance between them and the police officers, and yet they were throwing. Um, a witness told one of our reporters um, that, they were throwing explosives at them, so we, we took that to be, unless they were improvised explosives, um, 
we've, we've, it sounded to us like grenades. Listening to what the police commissioner has been saying and other law enforcement officials, they are very worried about this this second suspect who is at well, large. One suspect is dead. They have gone to the extreme of shutting down the public transport system. Uh, and that, yeah. for a city the size of Boston, is a major undertaking. Yeah. Um, it basically, I mean, I think... I mean... Bostonians, people in the in, in the metropolitan area, basically waking up to be told not to go to work um, until they find this guy. Obviously, he's, he's suicidal or whatever. He's homicidal and suicidal at this point. He's not going out like we 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 know how this is going to end. Um, I don't think we're going to have a suspect in custody. Uh, it doesn't sound like it to me. But um, you know, it's um, the the. Um, the the initial confrontation, from my understanding, was a was a robbery. There was a convenience store in Kendall Square, which is the main um, commercial area that border that borders MIT, and um, and I think the MIT police officer responded to that, um, but I think he was in his cruiser, so it sounds almost as if he was assassinated. Um, but I haven't. Um, but I, I was told by a police officer that he was shot. There have been just accounts saying that he was shot, but I, I was told specifically he was in his cruiser. And then um, they, I, after right after that, after the, the officer was shot, um, somebody was carjacked. We're presuming it was the um, these these two. These individuals. Um, Kevin, this has been an awful week and we've seen the extremes of humanity. We have seen the the brutal nature of the bombings and and the terrible injuries that were inflicted and the three deaths as well. And and then we saw the goodness of the city of Boston coming around and rallying around and helping those who had been hurt. Then we had a couple of days where the search went on. The, The... grotesque nature of what is happening now with further explosions and police officers being shot and suspects being shot and and people in lockdown in their homes what impact is that having uh, on the the ordinary innocent people of Boston who who are and should be on this Friday morning be going about the normal business well I mean it was striking to me Jonathan the last two days I literally I mean I spent the last three days the entire days and evenings um, in the back bay where this happened and I you know People were, our revenge was basically going back to our way of life. Um, everybody was uh, sitting outside. Starbucks had people out the wind, out, out the door. Um, the Starbucks on Newbury Street, all the coffee shops were full. And I think people got back to it because I think the assumption was uh, whoever did this, for whatever ideological reason, they were... Um, if not lone wolves, they just, uh, you know, when you get right down to it, it was a horrific attack, but I, I don't, I guess I didn't find anybody who thought it was going to be repeated. I, I, I got the impression, or maybe it's just our defiance. This is, this is a pretty tough town. And I think people were just reacting like, screw these guys, we're gonna go back to what we always do. We're not, they're not gonna cow us. Um, I think what we're seeing now um, in the last, 12 hours uh, is that these guys were capable of far worse. Um, you know, they had explosives. They had, um, in fact, the there's a doctor uh, that I know that just gave a press conference here, Dick Wolf, at Beth Israel Deaconess, where, where the suspect, where the first suspect, um, the kid with the dark hat, 
was brought, and it, he mentioned that he died not just of gunshot wounds, but it said shrapnel wounds, which says to me one of his devices went off in his own hand. Um, so he, so he, may, he may have been injured by some kind of explosive that he had on his person, by the sound of it. Yeah, because there's no indication that the police were firing or using explosives. They wouldn't, not in a situation like that. They would have just been shooting at them. Um, Kevin, it, it, it is it is an incredible unfolding story, and and um, again the the images that I'm looking at on the screen here of what's happening in Watertown, um, which is a very nice suburb by the look of it. It's it's just bringing it is, this it from, from the horror of Monday into the suburbs, which I suppose is is every American's worst nightmare. Really, it doesn't matter who's doing mm-hmm. it that has landed on their doorsteps like this. Yeah, well, you know, Watertown is a nice place. It's. Um it's uh, it's it's one of, it's it, traditionally it's the, the the strongest and largest um, Armenian population, and it happens to be um, you know home to it's it, it's one of these kind of mix of blue collar and a lot of white collar people who would work in in hospitals and the universities. Uh, it's a nice place to live. I mean, I was just, I was just there about three days ago. Actually, I was in Watertown to see somebody, but um, yeah, it's it's it, it it's this has come back to the suburbs now. It's, it's it's being played out in some of the nicest suburbs in the Boston area. Um, you know, it, it's I guess I could compare it to you know the guards running around Sandy Cove and. <laughs> Docky and places yeah. like that. That's what it's like. Okay, Kevin, um, difficult day for the people of Boston again, and it's not over yet. Uh, Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe, thank you for talking to us. Thanks, Jonathan. Hang in there.